listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's bring in a good friend of the program, Mike Wabshaw from the Vikings Entertainment Network. Mike, we, Mike, we appreciate you taking the time. How much does the fact that Kirk Cousins' contract is fully guaranteed potentially create some cap issues for this team moving forward, taking care of other players? Yeah, Brian, I, I don't know if, you know, the Vikings in the past with, you know, Rob Brzezinski is, is the guy who, for lack of a better term, manages the salary cap. He's been in Minnesota since the late 90s. You know, Rick Spielman, who's now the GM, he's been here since, um, you know, 2006, 2007. They've been so responsible with the cap in the past. I can't, I can't really remember a time when we've been in, in a bad salary cap situation. Um, and, and then at the Combine, you know, Rick Spielman talked about how, you know, they've been planning for, for this situation, this scenario, cap-wise, for a few years. I mean, they extended Harrison Smith, they extended Linval Joseph, they extended Everson Griffin twice, and they extended Xavier Rhodes' contract all proactively. And, and I think all of that kind of is blending together and is putting the Vikings in a position to, to get a, a quarterback off the free agent market. So however it shakes out, I don't think they're going to be in cap peril. Now it is it is a big giant puzzle, and and if you got a big piece somewhere, um, you know you're going to have to take from other areas. But I think to do that at the quarterback position is about the only position where it's truly worth it every time. And I don't think the Vikings will be in bad cap shape going forward. Mike, you mentioned the word worth it. Um, when you look at the body of work at the quarterback position as team overall, as far as continuity is concerned. It was a butt whipping away from having a chance, let's just say that, uh, to go into the Super Bowl. Obviously, Philadelphia just played, I mean, some of the best football you can play in, in a game of that magnitude. But yet to jump, the, to, to get a quarterback like a Kirk Cousins, who's not even necessarily in the middle of the pack, and give him $84 million bucks guaranteed, not even being against the cap, but being on the hook. To where, worst case scenario, it has to be an NFC championship or Super Bowl a bust. What's the feeling around the community now that they know that this deal is going to get done with Kirk Cousins? Well, I think this, you know, this community, the fan base, Viking fans, you know, it's a mixture of they, you know, they a lot of them feel whole like ah, we never win the big one, we're cursed, we're never going to do it. But at the same time, they are so loyal and passionate and. They have high expectations for their team every season. And, you know, two of the last three years, they've won the division. They've won four out of the last five games against Green Bay. They have the number one defense in the NFL. They have a beautiful brand-new stadium, beautiful brand-new practice facility. I mean, you know, the the expectations are high. And, and I don't. I think they'd be high even if they were bringing back one of their quarterbacks from last season or they ended up with, um, one of the other free agent quarterbacks besides Kirk Cousins. You know, I think the expectations would be high no matter what. Now, yeah, the contracts that have been given to quarterbacks here, or at least reportedly given to quarterbacks here this offseason, it's a lot of money. And you're right, Cordell, with, you know, with a lot of money comes a lot of expectation. But I think the expectations would be high for the Vikings even without a big-name quarterback uh, because of how good this roster is. Chatting with Mike Wobshaw from the Vikings Entertainment Network. Mike, now that the team has a player they believe is a franchise quarterback in Kirk Cousins, who's the next free agent they're going to need to take care of down the road? How is this offensive unit going to potentially hang together? 
Yeah, it's an interesting question. I mean, Stephon Diggs would be a guy you'd point to. I mean, Adam Thielen has been taken care of. Um, Kyle Rudolph's under contract for a few years. I sent, um, you know, they just got Riley Reef and Mike Remmers. They drafted Pat Elfline. So I think all that's really good. I think you'd look at Stephon Diggs maybe potentially as one guy that you could consider. And then on, on defense, the, the core is really young and ascending. So you're going to have defensive end Daniel Hunter, linebackers Eric Kendricks and Anthony Barr, corner Trey Wayne. Those are all names I, I think maybe you'd, you'd look at. Um, now the Vikings will have the fifth-year option on, on the first-round picks in that group, Anthony Barr and Trey Waynes. Um, and then, of course, you always have the franchise tag as a mechanism to retain a guy for another year or two. Uh, but, um, you know, like I said earlier, I, I think that the Vikings have been so cap-responsible and so um, so proactive with the cap that I think they're going to do a good job of spreading out some of the big numbers so they can absorb them each year and keep the core intact. I just don't see... With, with the tone and the language that Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman used at the Combine, where Rick said, I never view a team as being one player away, and Zimmer said, we've won 40 games in four years because we have a good team, not because we have one good player. With them talking like that, it just gives me the sense that they are very conscious of the team and keeping the team intact. When you look at this team and you think about the second, actually I'm about to say the secondary, but the backfield, uh, having Delvin Cook come back, I mean, how big is that uh, for this Huge. overall game? Because now you have John Filippo who's actually going to be the play caller as opposed to Pat Shermer. This can be a totally different scenario, but having Delvin Cook back, how big would that be for this offense? Yeah, huge, Cordell. I think it gives this offense some explosion. Um, you know, Jarek McKinnon reportedly is, is going to sign elsewhere, so you're missing a guy who had a starter um, reps, and a guy who can do a lot of different things out of the backfield. So Dalvin Cook will be able to kind of fill Jarek McKinnon's shoes from last year. Hopefully Latavius Murray will be back, so you got a nice little one-two punch there. Um, but, I mean, Dalvin Cook in three-and-a-half games I, uh, that we got to watch him last year, I just saw a really explosive back who can, who can explode running it or catching it, and a physical back who's not afraid to try and pass protect. So I think you got a guy you can use on any of the three downs, I think he'll be a big boost for our offense next season. I know, um, you know, quarterbacks they like they like having that outlet, right, Cordell? I mean, you got a, a running back who can catch. That's a nice outlet to have. So, right. and I think Dalvin Cook can be that guy. Mike Wabshaw, Vikings Entertainment Network, is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Mike, one of the key assets for Kirk Cousins has been his durability. He's never missed a start. What's the state of the offensive line for next season to try to keep him upright? Yeah, well. Joe Berger is one of our starting guards. Um, you know, he, we don't know if he'll be back or not. I, I think he's you know, to the point in his career that everyone gets to in its double-digit seasons. You wonder when they're going to retire. So Joe will have a decision to make there. Um, and then we have Nick Easton, the other starting guard, um, you know, who's coming off of an injury that ended his season late, late in the year. Um, the other three starters we mentioned earlier, a left tackle, Riley Reef, right tackle, Mike Remmers, and center Pat Elfline, they're in great shape with those guys. And then Mike Zimmer mentioned during the combine that Mike Remmers, who was a free agent signing last year at this time, he's got position flexibility as a tackle or a guard. And so that's going to allow the Vikings during the draft or during um, free agency to get either a guard or tackle, whoever is the best one available, they can go get that guy, and then they could plug Remmers in wherever the void is. So 
I think they're in good shape on the offensive line. I don't think it's mission accomplished. I think they want to they want to tinker with it a little bit here this off season. Um, but I think that there's a good structure in place. I think there are good returning starters, and I think Pat Elfline is the one to watch because he had a really good rookie season. In this team, repeat winning the division next season against Aaron Rodgers, who's coming back. Matthew Stafford is now going to have a, a quality defense because of their new coach. Yeah. Do you see this Minnesota Vikings team winning that division again? Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the NFC North guys is going to be a, a division where, you know, when when the preseason is on us and everyone's trying to predict who's going to win divisions, you know, I think there's not going to be much agreement on the NFC North. I think the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are certainly, um, you know, the favorite or second favorite. And he's just one of the best quarterbacks in the game. It looks like they're going to be uh, pretty active in trying to fill some holes here in free agency. And um, it's a tough place to go and win. We know that as well as any team in the league. So I think the Packers are going to be right up there. But I, I think the Vikings are too. They're bringing back most of their starters. I think they're going to have an improved situation at quarterback um, and offense overall. I think that we can take steps forward there um, after a good year of improvement last season. So I think the Vikings are going to be right there with the Packers, and you can never count Matthew Stafford out. He comes back in the fourth quarter to win games so many times. Um, so I think it's a great division. I think it's, uh, it's almost you know anyone's race. But I think the Vikings, when they get together at training camp and Mike Zimmer's writing goals down on the whiteboard, winning the division will be number one. And, uh, and I think it should be, and I think that they'll do it in 2018. Mike, as always, we appreciate the insights. Thanks for taking the time to join us again today on the NFL on TuneIn. My pleasure, guys. Enjoy free agency. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.